Well, hey there, and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Aligned Agent Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Reese. Now, I hope you guys have been doing well, and I've been giving a lot of thought and a lot of planning to some amazing interviews that I have coming down the pipeline for you guys. But today, I just wanted to show up as me. I wanted to show up now that I have launched the the new brand of the podcast and I am working on releasing a coaching program and I am just working in creative mode on how I can best serve and what things I can share that are really going to help um, my industry and all of you to really see your true potential and, and really get out of your own way to achieve that. And so a lot of the things that I've been working on have always been pointing to this idea. It's not an idea, this concept of alignment and it, everything is just clicking and just making sense. And so I'm, I am so excited you guys to be working on all of these things and being able to bring them to you. And so in preparation for today's podcast episode, I really just sat and, and allowed you know, things just to come into my mind and into my consciousness and my awareness and, and kind of just put it out there. You know, what is it that I'm going to bring to the table today? What can I share? That's going to hopefully make a difference, hopefully cause somebody to see things from a different perspective and hopefully just kind of raise the awareness level because a big part of what I know to be true in my experience when really looking at creating alignment in your life and in your business is awareness. And the more awareness you can bring to things, the more you know about yourself, the more you know about the clients you want to serve, the more you know about your strengths and the, and the vision that you have, this awareness piece is really the platform for where we launch from. And so I just, I, I sat and the funniest memory came to me. And at first I wasn't sure if I was going to share it. And then I thought, well, no, I I need to show up. I need to show up in, in, uh, being fully, you know, authentic and, uh, honest. And so that is kind of what, you know, created the framework of today's podcast episode, which is comparisonitis. And so my early memory that I have that kind of just came to me was of me in my grade five class. I don't even know how old you are in grade five. I'm really horrible with numbers that way. I just remember my grades. But in grade five, I remember sitting at our desks. Uh, Of course, at the time, everything was group work. So we were always sitting, sitting together with a group of people and we had to write stories. I don't even remember the story I was writing. I just remember glancing over at someone's page and admiring their handwriting. And I looked at mine and I thought, oh well, mine's not pretty. And I looked back at hers and I thought, well, hers is so um, beautiful and like these bubble letters. And I started comparing my handwriting to hers. And in that moment, I made a judgment that my handwriting wasn't good enough. And I started to change how I wrote. I started looking and observing how she was holding her pen, how she did her A's and her M's and her E's. And I started mirroring that. And what's interesting, I mean, I know it seems so silly now telling this story as an adult (laughs) at 45 years old, sharing a little memory from grade five, but I bring it up because it was such an innocent 
time during some of the most formative years of growth and development. And here I was already making judgments of myself and my worth and, and, you know, was I doing it right? And so this, I, this concept of compare, comparisonitis, um, starts really young. And, and I wonder, you know, for those of you listening right now, if there, you know, that kind of jogs your memory, or if you can think about times that you, you know, very early on in your life where you were comparing yourself to other people. And I think it's not right or wrong. Nothing is right or wrong. It's just what is. And once you're aware of it, uh, then you can identify whether or not that aligns with you now or not. Um, but you know, I look at this comparisonitis that we all have as a society and oh God, do we ever have it in our industry, um, where we are constantly comparing our achievements to someone else's and using other people as a measuring stick of our worth and our value and our capabilities and our ability to succeed. And so that's, that's really what I wanted to bring forth today was really this conversation of comparisonitis really looking at how young that starts, how early that starts, and how that really starts to help build and form these beliefs that we then carry through. If you can remember when you first started in the industry, the first thing you did was kind of look around you and compare and model after how other people have done their business. And it's not right or wrong. It's it's just that awareness of we, when we start something new or when we notice something, there is a natural inclination to compare. And it's okay to compare as long as it's not hurting us. And I think what happens to a lot of people in entrepreneurship is instead of using themselves as a guide and looking to other people for maybe inspiration, we end up using them as benchmarks. And I was, I was recently, uh, I had just finished reading the book from Susan Cain, Quiet, um, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. And for those of you who have not read the book and are introverted or who have children who are more introverted, highly, highly recommend this book. It was, there was just so much information in there and so many insights and great takeaways, but it reminded me of something that she had shared in the book. And, um, it was around, um, how people can start to develop, um, you know, insight into what they really want. And so she uses the word envy and in her, um, in, in her book, she shares, she sort of shares, if you're kind of in a place where you're not sure what you want, look to the people that you envy. And I thought that was such a strange, uh, way of looking at things because we're taught that envy is a negative when in fact, envy and jealousy are two different things. And envy is wanting to have what somebody else has. And, and I thought it was such a great, um, you know, measurement of what do we really want? I mean, we wouldn't envy somebody for something that we don't admire them for. Right. And we wouldn't envy somebody for something that they have that we don't want. So I thought it was just a really good sort of segue into having this conversation on comparing, um, because 
it's one thing to use that as an identification tool of, Hey, good to know. I admire this person or I envy this person because, and then that kind of really gives you some clues as to around what, what is it that you really want? What is that vision that you're after for your life or for your business or for your relationships, whatever, whatever that means for you. Um, but it's a completely different thing to then use that as a benchmark of comparison. And, you know, Byron Katie, um, who is somebody that I am going to be introducing more to you guys um, as we go. Her concept um, or her school of the work, which is based on an inquiry method, is something that has been built into my coaching program that I've used for, for many years and definitely am going to be bringing that more to the table. But she always sort of says this question, whose business are you in? And I kind of like to use that as a little reminder of myself when I catch myself, you know, uh, either making a judgment or looking elsewhere for answers or, you know, thinking that I might have answers about the way things should have gone when, you know, they really doesn't really matter because they've gone the way they've gone. And, and so I use that whose business are you in? Because to me, that's my prompt to sort of sit there and say, okay, you're right. Am I in my business or am I in somebody else's business right now? And does this align with what I truly want? And so I really just wanted to, to kind of bring this forward, this whole comparisonitis, and really kind of bring it to more of an awareness place because it is a place that we operate from. And, and you know, I recently did a social media post about autopilot and how we are wired to have autopilot. Um, we use this for things that, that are repetitive tasks. And the problem is that we've become stuck in autopilot in areas of our life that we shouldn't be. And so what happens is we end up being on autopilot by comparing, like we don't even notice. And I really, I really want to challenge you guys to kind of think about this as you go through your day and notice how many times you're comparing yourself to somebody else. You're comparing your, you know, the way your business looks now to somebody who's been doing it 20 years, the, uh, the way you do something compared to the way somebody else does something, the way your life looks to the way somebody else's life's look. And it's, it's just so fascinating that we do this because when you really think about it rationally and logically, it makes no sense, right? We're not the same people. We're not at the same stage we, we haven't gone through the same things. Um, and yet we, we feel this need to compare. And I understand from a developmental perspective, you know, when, when we, when we look at developmental psychology, we do this because we make sense of the world. We do have things in our brain called mirror neurons and they do work to our advantage and they help us to mirror other people so that we know how to operate in our life. But at what point does that become more harmful than helpful. And I think when it becomes more automatic where we don't even, we're not even aware that we're doing it. I think that's when we really harm our businesses. And you know, it's funny because this comes up a lot when I work with agents, um, this whole comparing piece, because they'll take a look at, you know, their production level for six months and they'll, they'll, they'll make remarks like, well, so-and-so is already at this level, or I know that I should be, should be more. And instead of just honoring where you're at and looking at, well, you know, you've only been in the business X amount of years, you have no idea what it took to get, you know, this person to the level that they're at and the sacrifices they made. And so it comes up quite often. And it comes up when we look at production. It comes up when we look at how to design our business. It comes up when we look at how much we um, think about ourselves in all the roles that we play. Um, I remember giving a talk on uh, work-life harmony to uh, a ladies group 
um, at a, at a business uh, luncheon. And one of the things that I was sharing with work-life harmony and why it's so different than work-life balance is that you, you stop the comparison and I use the analogy of a choir. And I think I've even done this in, in a past episode before, but when we take a look at a choir, every person has their own part and they're not all the same, but imagine if they started comparing their parts to somebody else, what, what that actual final product would sound like. It wouldn't sound that great. People would be too focused on what other people are doing and how they sound in comparison that they really wouldn't be focusing on their part. And I think that's a a really great analogy to kind of bring into our life and bring into our business is, you know, how much focus are we giving to external things outside of ourselves? Whose business are we in? And how much are we really pointing inwards to really check in with ourselves to say, does this feel right for me? Maybe I didn't reach the goal that I wanted today. But I also encountered X, Y, and Z in the last three days. And so really kind of acknowledging that the steps that we take, the path that we take, our journey is so different from other people that it's just not fair. It just doesn't make sense. And it's not fair to compare where we are with the way where somebody else is. And, um, you know, it's funny. I remember when I was first, well, I've got a long journey. I think the next episode, a solo episode I do, I'll probably talk about my, my entry into real estate, but I remember coming into entrepreneurship and not wanting it. Like when I say not wanting it guys, I mean, not wanting it. I didn't want to have little, did I realize everything I was doing was entrepreneurship anyways, but that's a whole other different story. I didn't want it because I was already comparing myself before I'd even really got started with how other people were doing it. And I had already made an assumption that I didn't have what it took and that I couldn't show up as me and be accepted. And I wasn't going to be able to make this work. Um, and I'd have to do things differently than the way I would like to do them. And so I had this whole story around what it took to be successful And I know that this resonates with, with you guys listening, because this is a conversation that doesn't happen just every once in a while. It comes out almost on a daily basis with agents. And we have this idea of success. And so I had this picture from that moment. I had this, this mental image of what I thought a successful entrepreneur should look like that they had to look a certain way and this is how their day would go. And these are the things that they would have to do and the sacrifices that they would have to make. And I took this image and it was like, I I literally put it in an invisible frame and on an invisible mantle. And I constantly looked at it and compared myself to it. And we do this without even realizing And so part of the work that I do with my aligned method and in the coaching that I do is to help people identify what is that picture you have of yourself or what you think you should be and really starting to unravel it and question it and, and break it down. Long story short, I kept that image for, I'm going to say a good five years before I realized that that was the reason why I wasn't progressing that that was the reason why I wasn't getting what I really wanted. Not because circumstances had it, not because I wasn't good enough. It wasn't, I wasn't even allowing myself because in my mind, I had already put a roadblock there that I wasn't that. And if I wasn't that, then 
I wasn't going to be able to get what I want. And I didn't even pursue it. I didn't even take the steps. Um, and so it took, it took years to figure that part out. And once I did, and I started challenging myself because when you're looking at how to create alignment, awareness is probably one of the biggest pieces, but the next piece is then what is, what, what are those little action steps then that you need to take to realign yourself? And once I realized that it was me that was standing in my way and nothing else, and that there was no rule or law that says that I have to be a certain way, or I have to do this a certain way, I gave myself the permission to explore And I think that was probably the biggest change maker in my life was giving myself permission, but I couldn't have gotten there had I not had the awareness of how I was comparing myself and how I, it wasn't even that I was comparing my journey. I didn't even allow myself to go on that journey. I literally used that as a roadblock. Like, you know, (laughs) that image of like these sci-fi movies where they scan your retina and it's like, no, you don't fit that, that that's exactly what I was like. It was like, I was scanning it. Nope, not me. I'm not even going to go through that door. Um, and that's how it was for me. And so if, if this is resonating with you, if you are finding that you are stuck in your life or in your business and you are caught in this comparisonitis hamster wheel and you're done, then I want you to reach out to me. I want you to acknowledge it. You don't even have to reach out to me if you don't want to, but um, acknowledge it to yourself because until you can call yourself out, you're never going to be able to take the steps forward. And so comparing is good. It's part of development. Um, you know, we, we need to be aware of our surroundings. We need to be inspired. We need to look to the people that we envy for, for clues about all of that. But at the end of the day, it has to come back to us. And if we truly want alignment and we truly want fulfillment and we want that freedom and we want to have more for our lives than what we currently do, then alignment is the key. And the first place you start is with awareness. And so just being aware of where you compare, how you compare and what you're comparing. Um, and when you start doing that, it's like, you know, when you can't unsee something, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And that's a good thing. Trust me. It's a good thing. So that is all I have for today. Um, I, it's, it's interesting that this, this memory came up though, because when I, when I did that, a few more came up, um, to the point where I remember actually comparing my signature. Like I was trying to change my signature. I mean, think about it. That's your signature. That's you. It's a reflection of you. That was a reflection of me. And I was trying to morph and change it to be like somebody else but that is a whole other story. And we'll keep that one for another episode, but I am uh, so glad that you guys have joined me. I would love to know what you thought about this. If any of this resonates with you, if you have any questions, head on over to our Facebook group, aligned agent. Um, so it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash aligned agent. And an easy way to get in touch with me is also through my Instagram. I have um, all of my links there in my bio and my handle is at Michelle Reese. And if uh, from there, you can also subscribe to the podcast and leave me notes and connect with me, reach out, out yourself, whether it's with me or with somebody else, bring that level of awareness of where you're standing in your own way. 
and how you're comparing and what you're comparing and where you're comparing it in your life. Um, because trust me, so many things are going to open up once you start doing that. So thank you guys so much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you or speaking with you guys. Same time, same place next week. I have an amazing interview coming up for you. So don't miss out. If you want to receive these episodes directly to your inbox, uh, sign up uh, to the email list. You can get the link in on Instagram, or you can visit my website, michellereese.com. And I look forward to chatting with you guys soon. Bye for now.